Good evening, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of Cousins for Christ, where we're just three cousins who like to get together and talk about Christ. Joined once again by my cousins, Chris Mash. Evening. Jeremy Hall. Here, here. I'm Jeff Hall. It's great to be here, with here. you guys, and thank you all for tuning in for another episode. Uh, tonight's a good one. They're all good, but tonight is a good one as well. It's called, we're talking about the Great Commission. Uh, and why is the Great Commission important? If not one of the most important, but in my opinion. But what, 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 is, what is the Great Commission, Jeremy? The good news. The, the life of Jesus, what he came down here to do. How, spreading the gospel. Spreading the gospel, yeah. What is that commandment? tell us to do uh well if you look in uh matthew 28 which i think you got right there if you want to there we go uh there matthew 28 19 through 20 therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit and teaching them to obey everything i have commanded you and surely i am with you always to the very end of the age yeah mark 16 15 and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So our great commission is to go out into the world and spread the gospel of good news to other people. I mean, if you <clears throat> just simplify it, it means go out and spread the good news and try to get as many people saved. Yeah. Or, or in the, you know, the potential to be saved, they follow the gospel. So. And we're, we're going to get to that, too. Yeah. What, is it, <clears throat> what does gospel mean, guys? Good news. Good news? I uh, copied something here from that I got off the internet telling us the word gospel is derived from the Anglo-Saxon term Godspell, meaning good story, a rendering of the Latin evangelium, meaning good news or good telling. So gospel is good news, right? It is. Well, it should be. It is for me. What, what better news is it? I mean, is there, there is than none. that? A home in eternity with Christ? Yeah. I can't think of anything better. No. That's why I, I feel personally that this is one of the most important things that that we can do or on that topic or that that point Chris <clears> on <throat> the questions why is it important to spread the good news to all men well outside of obeying the gospel ourselves I think the greatest thing that we can possibly do after that is share that right yeah wouldn't you and then a wonderful thing the uh, the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ and why would you not feel compelled and, and uh, want to go out and spread that. Well, I mean, all right, so for two points, one is he commanded us to do so. We are that's, commanded, that's, yes. That's simple, number one. But two is, like you said, when you have good news or something like that, it's, it brings you joy to share it. And what what better news is there or, or possibility, like I said, to get into heaven? Absolutely. To spend an eternity with God. Well, also the reason for doing it, and most why it's important is, remember, it started with Jesus who gave it to his 12 disciples who watched and witnessed Jesus's life. And from those 12 men, they started spreading. They didn't have TVs or telephones or anything like that. They didn't. And so for those 12 men, that's where Christianity started. And look how much it spread. So to keep it spreading and everybody knows about it, you need to keep sharing it with others. Well, it's like anytime you've received something that's so wonderful and it's readily available, why not let people know about it? Like, hey, you can have this too. You can you can participate in this great gift that we receive from Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Um, and Acts 1 and verse 8 talks about that, received from Jesus Christ. 
but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and all in all of Judea, Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Nice. So it's, I mean, passed along to to each of us, and and it's supposed to continue to spread. Yeah, you sh- somebody shared it with you. You should share it with somebody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Whether you're but that, I think as Christians, that's one of our tasks. That's one of our jobs. That's one of our requirements. We mentioned that salvation through Jesus Christ is free, but it does have a price. Anybody want to comment on that? What is that price? Well, um, if you consider it a price, but you'd have to give up worldly. Mm, that's exactly where I'm going World, with it. Well, giving you up know, your old life. Old life. You have Jesus to Christ paid a price through giving his life. That through that the whole death, sacrifice, we can have our salvation yeah. through and, the grace. And there's numerous, can. numerous verses in the Bible that talks about turning from your old life. And there's numerous examples. I, I can't remember the Bible passage now, but it talks about the plow, the man with the plow. To why well, he's well, it says whoever uh, puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Correct. So getting or, rid of your yeah exactly getting rid of your old life, turning to a new life that is described in the gospel and in the Bible. Yeah. That's an important thing, I think, for a lot of folks. And uh, the way I've heard it described is if, if you were actually, like if you're a farmer and you're, you're, you're plowing a field, what happens if you don't focus and look ahead? What's going to happen to your rows? Or when you're trying to get anywhere and you look back, when you're exactly. driving a car to a yeah. destination and you look back. I don't, I, I don't do too well. When look at Peter <laughs> driving forward when he was back. walking to Jesus right. on the water. As long as he focused on Jesus, he was walking on the the water. When he started looking around at the winds and the waves, that's when he started sinking. Focus on Jesus, just stay above water. That's a good point. And that's something we all struggle with. We all have our temptations and and things from the old life that will draw us back. But, I mean, again, that's why we part of the Great Commission being baptized is we get forgiveness of those sins if we're truly sorry for it. Yeah, I agree. And it's important to not look back, to focus forward, look ahead. Uh, you know, we all have a past. we all probably done things that we were not proud of. But we know through Jesus Christ we can be forgiven of those things. And we shouldn't focus on those things. We should look ahead. Oh, we, yeah. all, we all struggle on a daily basis. You know, every it's, day. It's every, every day. It's just you try to get better. You repent for the things that you're, you know, you know you've strayed from God's God's word. Um you just you just got to try to grow into that new life that's that's been given, the it's opportunity a, given to us. And it's important, you know, even though we mention being saved through Jesus Christ is free, uh, and Chris touched on it. The price of that is we have to give up our old ways and 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 follow Christ. We have to obey His commandments and we have to do what He commands us to do. And uh, to do that, we have to read the Bible so that we can know what it is that we're supposed to do. But we can't just continue to live the life that we've always led. Uh, nobody ever said being a Christian is convenient. It's not supposed to be. Uh, we were told that if we if we do what we're supposed to do, we oh, go out and spread the word of God. You telling me if I send money to Jesse Duplantis or Kenneth Copeland that good things won't happen to me? That's, that's what they told me. <laughs> would happen. Good things happen to them. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm with Chris. Yeah. I think great thing. Well, you mean Paul after he gave his life over to. Christ and turned away from the old law. He didn't have a better life. I mean, he was only stoned one time, shipwrecked three well, times, imprisoned, that's right. beheaded. I, I, I would make the argument that if we 
if we're zealous about spreading the gospel and, and, and carrying through with the Great Commission, we'll probably be persecuted. Uh, we know that the majority of people who hear this message are not going to receive it. I think it's in Romans where we're told only a remnant will be saved. And, in, and at that particular time, I think Paul was referring to the Jews, but I think that's applicable to all of us. We're also told that the, uh, the, the path to destruction is, is, is wide, um, that the, the path to eternal life is, is narrow, and we're also told that few there will be that find it. So statistically, that just makes me feel like the majority of people in this world will not be saved. And a lot of people don't want to hear that, Jeremy. We, we're surrounded by denominations where basically it's come as you are, Jesus, you know, God made you who you are. Uh, there's absolutely no behavior modification required on your part. Just show up. Uh, that's not how it it's works, become a feel good. It's, it it's just all makes about you feel feeling good. good. But, I mean, it does make you feel good, but... I but that's not the only yeah, point. I mean, it's just yeah. easier to just accept who you are. And Jesus accepts all sinners, but you can't. he can't accept the past life. Well, you got to show the fruit. You've got to show the fruit. Well, that's why when you're buried in baptism, you're renewed in the spirit of Jesus Christ. Correct. You're taking on a new body. And you're, that's you're why, putting away the old. And that's why the Great Commission and and for spreading the word is such an important part of the new life that I think a lot of us fall short on. I know I, I have on it because it is a hard topic to bring up to people because you're not going to be looked upon favorably. If you're doing it right, up. Chris, you're probably not going to be looked upon favorably. And I'll say this. There's so much made of God's love, and I'm not denying that. That's absolutely the case. But and, and I looked this up, and I think in the entire Bible, uh, love is mentioned over 700 times, but fear is mentioned over 500 times. Right. So the thing that I, I want to try to push out to people is God <laughs> loves you. And was it First Peter? It, it, he, he, he's not slack as some con, uh, concerned slackness. But uh, he's long-suffering. He doesn't want anybody to, to, to perish, but all to come to repentance. So he doesn't want you. What do you got? Google it, Fisher. I'm just saying he doesn't want uh, anybody to be lost. But I think a lot of people forget uh, that, that God is well, a, he he's says to be feared. perish, but all have everlasting He says life. he's a jealous God. He's right. to be feared. Feared in two, like you look at feared... Uh, it's I, I see it sometimes. I'm like, wow, and they'll say like, why does God want you to fear? It's respect. You know, a lot it's of a people respect. don't even acknowledge that hell exists. Mm -hmm. And how can you possibly say that if you've read the Bible at all? Uh, I, it, but that's what's happening in a lot of these denominations. It's uh, anyway, Jeremy, you got a point? Yeah. Uh, should God be feared? Yes. But when you are spreading the gospel, spread the gospel of the good news. I know I see a lot of it, especially on social media. Uh, not much on Facebook, but on TikTok and other ones, it spread a lot. Um, a lot of people try to bring you to God and, and Jesus through the fear, you know, the end of times. You yeah, that doesn't that if if you if you go to God because you're scared to hell, that ain't gonna get you into heaven. Well, that wouldn't be my first approach. <laughs> no, no, I know, but I'm just saying other people. I, I would definitely want to expose people to the good news, <laughs> yes, because it is good news. But I don't also want people to think that, well. All I got to do is show up, and God loves me. And I don't have to do anything yeah. else. Well, that's not that's not the case. No, and and Jeremy and and we've all discussed this, and he's brought up a really good point about doing it. Is is you don't want to 
so the, the first four books of the Bible are, are the gospel. Like, that's how to become a Christian, Matthew, right? Mark, Luke, the, and John. That's how you become a Christian. The rest of Jesus. the Bible is how you live your life as a Christian to develop and stuff. So when you go, and we've talked about how we spread the Great Commission, is is it just introduce the gospel to them, not yeah. pick them apart for, you know, you got X, Y, and Z you do wrong and tell them everything they do wrong and this, but introduce the good news, which is how to become a Christian. And then if yeah. they receive that, they should want to, or, or maybe they'll be driven to change their lives. And how you expose someone to the gospel, you don't have to be perfect at that. No. Because here's what saves people. It's the Word of God. It's the power of right. the Word of God and that message that turns people's hearts. And, and all we're doing really when we expose people to the gospel of Christ, we're spreading the seed, right? It's God who gives it, the increase. And how many times have you heard or people don't go to church because of a bad experience they've had? They've met somebody that turned them off completely from it because of the way or maybe they're accusatory or, or something like that. But they've had a bad experience with church. And we talked about this the other day. Well, I can't remember the example that you said. Oh, um, you use like... How many times you've been to McDonald's and they screwed your order up, but yet you still go to another mm, McDonald's? You go to another McDonald's, <laughs> but the same thing with church. That's you have true. a bad experience with church. Do you think some people are just looking for a reason not to yes. have to go? Yes. If they can justify their feelings... And, and let me go ahead and say this, and I'm, y'all probably won't agree with me. Probably not. You don't have to go to a church if you're still putting the study in and the worship in. Because I've heard people say, well, I don't go to church. You don't need to. But when it comes to, well, how many times do you sit down and get with somebody else, you fellowship, and you go and you and you worship? Because I know a lot of people be like, so. I want you to clarify that one because that's mm-hmm. a confusing thing because it sounds like you said you don't have to go to church. You, you don't have to go well, to so church. So explain why that is. Well, we're calling a church as a building. We the know building. it's not. Right. You should have church if it's at your house with your family. I think you said fellowship's a good fellowship, term Fellowship, yeah. You could have friends over. You could have cousins. You could have your, your wife and your kids. And you could just have church there. Because anytime or, two or more people are gathered together. Yes. Uh, as long as you're doing it. Because this is what gets me is so many people will be like, I don't go to church. I don't need to. Well, how many times do you read your Bible? How many times do you fellowship with other Christians to get pull the book out and worship and, and, and preach the word? Tell and, me this, yeah. and you're getting to that. Why is fellowship with other Christians important, Chris? Well, for, for one, it's, any, like I said, anytime you're fellowship, God's presence there. And also you help, you know, you grow and it helps strengthen you as Christians. Edification. Correct. Encouragement. <clears throat> correct. Inspiration. We all struggle. It's like a B shot. You know what? I, one I of the things no I love. no clue what you were doing over there. <laughs> he was making some shot motion. And I, was like, <laughs> I love the fact that what? when I'm at church, I'm reminded that not everybody in the world is... Uh, Bad, and not to say all the people I pass every day is bad. It's good to be around like-minded individuals who when you are striving together for the purpose, uh, the common goal that we can hopefully, when we die, we have the hope of eternal life. Do you think if everywhere you went, I'm not saying do this, but everywhere you went, you were surrounded by people from the church, you would live a more Christian life? You absolutely would. It would limit. Like on the flip side. Are we being the light to others in the world? Correct. That's part of the Great Commission. Is is leading by example. Jesus Christ was our most perfect example without sin. But likewise, as Christians, are we are we striving toward that? Are we are people looking at Jeremy and saying, "Okay, I can see God in that man." 
Depends and on I if they're watching me eat a cupcake or not. <laughs> I think that's all our goal, though. <laughs> the cupcake wouldn't agree. <laughs> so, back to our point. It's not no, free. One of the best it is free, I had but there's was a price. At a job that I had that they could they said something. They were like, "I can see that you are you go to church or you Christian." That's great, Chris. I mean, I haven't always been like that. And on some days, I've probably seen people people have seen me and been like, uh, "He's probably not a Christian." That's what we have to try to do. I, I've I've play video games with Chris a lot, and there's a lot of times I'm sitting there telling him, hey, man, you need to go to church more. <laughs> I probably do. <laughs> well, how does uh, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ relate to service? Well, I mean, well, I said service. earlier, the number one service. Mm. And I feel like that's something that we fail on. Like, Yeah, we may say, think about doing uh, services of other types, uh, but really... Which are important. Yeah, but spreading the word of God. And Go ahead, Chris. Well, I mean, what does he say? Like, they... You know, if you have one saved person, they rejoice in heaven. Like one, one person, if you can bring them home. We sing the ninety and nine. Ninety nine, exactly. Where you you get ninety nine people who are saved, but it's the one who's lost that uh, yeah. Jesus is putting the most effort into. Yeah, we're so, yeah, all lost. Yeah, we're all essentially lost. We all need Jesus. It's kind of like if uh, you get a new job or a new promotion, you call everybody. You can think of well, yeah. You're like, well, hey, I got a works. new job. I got that promotion. Good it news. Be the, express fast, right? It should be the same way when you find Christ. Everybody should know that you found Christ. Are you keeping your light under a bushel? I'd say, you know, that's yeah. part of it. Um, we hope the answer. I know. To that is no. I know. I can do a lot better. I've talked to some family members and stuff about it, and we have some plans to go out and, and do more with it by like handing out some Bibles and stuff like that, but. There's always more. There's always somebody out there that's... There's always more work to do. Correct. Always. How, here's a good one. How and in what ways can we spread the gospel to others? Well, you go up and preach to people out on the streets. So when you say you preach, know, give me a... Like, how would you do this? Like, say somebody's sitting on a park bench, Jeremy. How are you going to approach example. that? Just walk right up to them and say, hey, you want to talk about Jesus? There you go. It's <laughs> that simple. And you got to think too, like what Jeremy just said. There, it's 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 God working through you. Yeah, it's it might not pepper spray you, Jeremy. <laughs> but it's Especially the power of God that's going to move them. <laughs> so anyway, okay, Jeremy just mentioned one walking up to people and like just saying, "Hey, do you want to you want to talk about Jesus and learn more about the good news?" You could try to start a podcast. You can do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Facebook? You could maybe try to do a podcast. Uh, There's Facebook. Maybe um, round up a couple of guys you can barely tolerate. And uh, I'm just joking. <laughs> That's all right. That would mean. Hey, you can choose your friends. You don't choose your family. Uh, TikTok, any social well, media. Okay, social media. That's the thing. We have more more ways to reach more people in an easier fashion. A lot of people don't like putting their face out there. And a lot of people, like me, I'm, I used to be deathly shy. I still am to a certain extent. But I've got some ideas. To help. And it's something everybody can do, but there are some guidelines we need to follow to do it to be for, for our I safety. And the first one is write a letter. To who? Anybody. Look up an address. Look up an address in your surrounding so county. So you get a copy of the phone. Your book. state, in the country. <clears throat> write a letter. I just got one last year. This is important, though. Do not put your name on it and do not put your return. Address on it because there are a lot of crazy people out there. There needs to be some there. anonymity to this. Yes, not that we're Don't you ashamed. Read this, no, we're just popped in my head one day. And the thing is, there's a lot of crazy people out there, and I'm worried about 
I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I would just hate to see what you received back in the mail if they were atheist or something. What are you saying in the letter? What's in the letter Tell that you're Tell them about sending? the good news about Jesus and what he lived and why he died and why he was risen again for our sins. Okay. And here's the thing. And just pray, like, Lord, please let this letter reach somebody. Look up an address. It does. It could be. It could be somebody you know, okay. even. But How this would you way, know if you were doing any good? You wouldn't. You just keep sending letters out. Is that and where pray faith that they're comes doing. into it? Well, God's the one who's going to be doing yeah. the saving, not me. Here's but. the thing: that somebody could be in Wyoming and just receive a letter one day from an anonymous person, get it out, and just read this letter about Jesus. And they could be on the edge here. They could be like. I've been looking for answers, and then that could be God's answer to them. That could change their life. It could plant a seed. It might not do nothing. They might throw it away. But guess what? You could walk up to somebody on that park bench, and they could nothing could come out of it also. Okay. Also, we all get junk mail. Okay? okay. Every one of those junk mail's got an envelope in it with a, oh, uh, that's already paid mail on it, right? Stick a track in it. Write them a letter. Send it back to the company. Hmm. The person that opens it will look at it, and you never know. That could be like, you know what? This is God talking to me. I just received this. And here's the thing. Do it more than once. I'm not saying you got to do it. Do it once a month. Do it once a week. Do it once a day if you got that kind of time. Well, but you could do as many as you possibly can in a month. thinking outside the box. I'll give you that. Do as many as you can a month and then try to break that record. Yeah. You could. You know? I mean, start off by doing one a week. And here's the I thing. can break that record. Okay. Just two. get on Google maybe like, how do I know where to send it? Get on Google Maps. Say you want to send one in Nebraska. Just hit the map, go, and when you see an address okay. or a house that says a building, like, oh, I'm going to send it to 207, you know. Well, I've not thought of that, Jeremy. 12th Avenue, at okay. apartment. I'll be honest. What you I, haven't, got? I haven't thought about writing a letter in a long time. I, I haven't either. But, <laughs> but it's anymore? for people that's right. struggling and, they, and they're not comfortable with sharing it. But this way, like I said, do not put your name on it. Just put to whom this may concern and sign it a follower of Christ. You know, but just don't put your return address because I don't want you getting some crazy atheist sending you something back. Okay. <laughs> Give me some more. Well, just like I said, you can get tracks to hand out to people. You see that homeless guy that wants is asking for money and he's hungry? Give him a track. If you if you want to give him a couple dollars, give him a couple dollars. Give him a track. We got some New Testament Bibles here. Give him one of those. Hand it to him. You go to a restaurant. You leave a tip. You're not comfortable you know, with it. Drop a track. Drop a New Testament Bible. You could put five Bible. or ten dollars in there, like if he's legitimately hungry. Now, again, we don't know what individuals are going to do with that money. But you're you know giving what? it with a good sense. You're giving as long it as you're on your it, side, you're right. good. Right. Your heart is what right. You do with, what they do with it is on their on them. But hey, they, they, they might even if they went and got drugs or alcohol, they might yet still read, look at the open the New you Testament. You never know when and be moved by it. Yeah. So here's another thing. I mean, look at us. We've all were older when we. Yeah, know, that was well. We more started less, young, yeah, but when I, we yeah. really like started devoting ourselves to it, it yeah. was well. Also, if. You've been trying to approach somebody in your family that you don't know how to approach about Christ. Drop my letter. <laughs> Would you ever give you know, up on really people? this letter thing? I am because it's an easy way for anybody to do it. And if they don't know what to say, all they got to do is copy some verses and go into John, go into Matthew, read about Jesus, find something you like, and just share that with them. If it's a verse or if it's a number of verses, just share it with them. That's doing whatever you can. And you mentioned family members. Uh, 
do we ever give up on whether it be a family member or a friend or an acquaintance? Do we ever give up in our efforts to oh. uh, spread the, the gospel to them? Oh, and, and no, we don't. And if you're one of these people, be like, Jesus is coming back. I can't wait. Shame on you. You're selfish. Because there's somebody out there that's got a family member they're still working on, and they might need another two days. Dang, <laughs> they might need another month. Of course, we're all ready to go so to heaven. <laughs> but stop being selfish. Focus on the people. If you're ready to go back, that doesn't mean your cousin's ready to go back. That don't mean your your nephew's ready he to go back. That don't mean your that don't mean your next door neighbor. Spreading the word of God, uh, it can be cumulative, uh, meaning. You know, you can keep working on those people, and one day, you know, uh, your combined efforts may, well, may and, have a breakthrough. Yeah. And not only that, some people will wait, too. They'll think, like, well, I need to study more. I need to become a better Christian before I do it. Mm-hmm. But, because, you you know, you're going to approach some people that might know more than you do or things that you're not ready you for. Will. However, will. that's also good practice for you, Very too, because it's going to drive you back to the Bible. I mean, yes. look at all the stuff that we've been talking about. Yes. We keep going back, and we have... Uh, disagreements or like where we read something and we or first thing we do is go back we go back and read like okay here's this here's x y and z on this one it just teaches you to be better and you Um, don't have to have every answer at that moment no one does if that's your friend and you're discussing with a friend (laughs) if they say hey why is this a thing and you don't have to have the answer right that if that's your friend say hey let me look it up and i'll get back with you now everybody has the answers right off the bat right but we have access to the answers. Yeah. But I would like to tag on to that. Uh, if you're on the fence, and like Chris said, you're you're kind of holding off on becoming a Christian because you feel like you don't have enough uh, knowledge, don't let that be the reason. No. Uh, that'll come later. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people in the church who, who know a lot more than us, and there's always people there who can mentor you. But don't let that affect uh, your salvation. Don't let that keep you from taking advantage of of this wonderful gift. Guys, y'all yeah. want to talk about Scott Tope for a minute? Okay. Yeah. You tell us, tell us about that. <clears throat> okay. We support, uh, at my local church, we support a, a gentleman named Scott Tope. And he ministers in Botswana. And from what I gathered from, what happened is Scott was stateside and had... Uh, he had gone to the different churches who were supporting him so that he could meet with some of the people there at the churches and, and, and give us kind of an update on his work and, and bring us a message from God's word. And I got to tell you guys, I was uh, absolutely fascinated by this. Uh, this guy isn't, like I said, he, he's currently ministering in Botswana, and he's talking about uh, they're they're paddling. They they get up at five a.m. They're paddling for two hours upriver in what they call a wooden dugout, sort of a canoe. They're ministering to these uh, these tribes, uh, many of which may not have ever heard about Jesus Christ. There's significant threats that uh, that he has faced. There's disease. He's mentioned many times. One of the things that uh, is important that he makes sure that he brings with him is water uh, filtration, ways to to purify water because he's been sick from that. Um, There's animal attacks. Literally, he showed us uh, a slideshow, and uh, he said one of the first things they do when they go into a different uh, tribal community is they follow these hippo 
uh, animal trails down to the water so that to see if they can find a suitable body water of water source. so that they can to baptize people. In one of the photographs, you can literally see there's four crocodiles on the opposite bank. And I'm sure they've got a lookout over there, but people are being baptized in this water Life while literally there's crocodiles. Yeah. Well, he also hippos. Hippos, hippos I mean, are the yeah, most territorial. Yeah. They're like the most dangerous, okay. the most dangerous animals. And we're talking about the Great Commission here. Somebody wants to be baptized. Absolutely, baptized in crocodile waters or hippo waters. <laughs> How many of us, on our way to church on Sunday morning, is getting eaten by a lion a legitimate threat? No, it's not. But there, that could very well be. And it just makes you think about the power of the gospel. He also showed us some some photographs and shared with us there's times I think at one point there were 36 people being baptized at once wow. and again these are people who had not ever heard the word of God but that just shows that we're the vessels we're messengers we're, we're trying to spread the seed and God's the one who gives the increase it's the power of his word through him that that that, that moves these people into wanting to accept Jesus it's just a when we talk about the Great Commission and, and again, we're talking about in Mark 16, 15, go out into the, all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I was just really impressed that Scott was doing that. Uh, he had mentioned, too, uh, on another occasion where his life was threatened, so much so that he sent his wife back uh, to the States. Uh, and he continued. Well, he's still doing it. Now, yeah. he's not there year-round. He does come back periodically. Uh, he does have a home, I think, in Florida, but... Nonetheless, that was a very fascinating day to meet Scott and to get a really uh, to hear more about his work and and it make it really what it did it it it, it put the the lens on me the well, magnifying glass on myself on and I'm like we can't even talk to our neighbor about if it. this guy is out there facing wild animals and and and, and different governments Hostile, that are trying yeah. to to hurt him what is keeping us here and this is going to lead into our next uh, question here. While we may not all be able to travel to foreign countries to spread the gospel, what teaching opportunities do we have here in our own communities? Are there things that we can be doing here yeah, more aggressively well, to try to spread the word of God? Some of them, but I mean, look at around you. You would probably within just your street, or okay, well, I live in a neighborhood more so than, but those people down there that I've never even reached out to or invited. I've invited two neighbors, I think. There's well, I think the answer, in there. It's, the answer is uh, overwhelming. Yes, there are things that we can be doing. And, and, you know, I think a lot of people get desensitized. And I think we brought this up with you, Chris. You said you had worked in sales before. Right. And we all know that in sales, you're going to get turned down a, a lot more. You than, might get than, one yes out of 100 no's. And, and I think like, when you're, when we're going into this, when we're spreading the gospel and and, and, and fulfilling the Great Commission, we have to know not everybody's going to accept it. Uh, not everybody accepted it in Jesus Christ when he was on earth, walking the earth. So we can't let the fear of being turned down. Uh, Especially when we're commanded to do so. Right. I mean, that's as simple as it is. We're commanded to do so. And it's and we don't know when that might take hold. We never know. Following up with that, obviously the answer is yes. And, and I had also asked, uh, are there others around us in neighboring communities who are in need of hearing the true and undefiled word of Christ? And, of course, we already yes. have the answer yeah. to that. So, that, you know, 
following up with what Jeremy had mentioned, uh, some of these different techniques, you know, hey, go out and try them. Try something. Yeah. Give I it mean, a shot. Just, we got to lose. You don't have anything to lose. And you're being edified through the process. And think about what that person who may accept God's will, what they have to gain. It's amazing. And, and know this. Go into it knowing this. You're not going to save anybody. You're just trying to plant a seed that may sprout one day. Who gives the increase? God. God. But, I mean, that's that's the goal. Spread the yeah. good news. I think we're, you know, through the process, we're going to be strengthened. So, uh, can we expect to be persecuted through our efforts to spread the gospel? Well, let's yeah. look at it this way. Was it Peter and John that got whipped for spreading the news about Jesus by the Pharisees? And what do they do when they they let them go? They leap for joy and celebration because they was worthy enough mm. to have been punished by preaching for Jesus. Again, I think that if we're doing it the right way, if we're if we're really out there trying to spread the true and undefiled word of Christ, uh, I think we're going to be persecuted. I mean, now we may not be beaten. What's the the worst that's going to happen to us is we're and I'm using air quotes and it's canceled or yeah. whatever they call you know. They may call you a name in society. Yeah, or well, like Chris, I'll tell you, he's a holy roller. Exactly, he's a Bible and they, whatever. And then and that might be a, a should, badge of honor. What? It is a badge of honor if somebody does that. But yeah. who cares if? You, hey, you guys out there, you listeners, y'all want to join the Bible Beaters? Ba- you want to get a Bible Beaters badge? Yeah. Well, go out there and hey, try to a new spread name the word. Except Jeremy, he thinks he's perfect. Have you seen him eat a cupcake? <laughs> he does That's a lot of pointing on these things. Well, are you perfect eating cupcakes? I'm just That's... joking, man. You compare it to a lion. <laughs> yeah, he does growl. Jeremy's like a roaring lion walking about seeing a cupcake he can I did take a finger off one day. <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead, Chris. I, I mean, it's just it's just so important too. It doesn't matter the consequences. It is. And it's, well, I, I feel like when we start doing it, the, the better that we will get. Like, and I think that you made a very excellent point. That practice whatever you do. Yeah, it, it, the more you do it, the more comfortable and probably the more effective your message is going to be. Yeah, but you got to start somewhere. Practice. I'm talking about practice. Uh, our last question: uh, Why is spreading the word of Christ essential to our own salvation? It shows the fruits. Shows the fruits. Not that we're trying to show them. It's cause, not because we're trying to work our fruits, because we want to do it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think to be saved, we have to try to save others. What is it, the light on the it's top like, of the hill? Yeah, and like yeah. if somebody gave you a great thing, would you want to... Let's say somebody gave you a great thing, Chris... And your only uh, requirement in obtaining this great thing was that you share it with others. But yet, you well, took it and hid it in your closet so nobody else could see it. The singular talent. Yeah. That's a, right, yeah. yeah the if somebody talent. comes up and says, I ain't doing that, you're all a bunch of hypocrites, and you can just say, hey, we got a club. Come join hypocrites. us. <laughs> I'll tell you what, what does Romans 3.23 yeah. tell us? For we all sin oh, exactly. and fall short of the glory of so God. Come and join the club. Be one of us. <laughs> but we're, but the thing that separates Christians is at least we're striving to be better. Yes. We're, we're, we know we're going to fall short, but we also know that part of that good news is that if we do fall short, it's through Jesus Christ that we can get re, uh, forgiven Correct. of our sins. It's through His grace. And like Jer- Jeremy mentioned, we'll never make it to heaven through our works. That's never going to happen. 
it's through the grace of Christ. It's through His death and, and resurrection that we have that option or that that that, that gift and, of salvation. And following His Word, uh, it's not picking and choosing what we want to follow. There's there's many directions in there, and this is this is about spreading it. We, it's yeah. all here for us. And yeah, we're not we're not going to come up to you if you go up to somebody. It's like Chris was talking about earlier, and you start preaching on, you know sexual immorality towards them or you talk about being a thief to them because maybe they were a thief or being a drunkard because they drink. That ain't a way to get to somebody. Bring them to Christ. Introduce them to Christ. Let him become part of their life. The love for him will change them. Christ is Preach the one that will change Christ. them. Not your condemnation no. of their sins. Because guess what? We all fall short. That's why, you know, you want to build that relationship, and the closer they get with Christ, the more their life will change. Well, their own convictions will help. Exactly. It's not usually somebody that else is telling me that I did wrong. It's the no. conviction that I have inside myself that I know. If I walked that up I'm to you wrong. and said, "You're an alcoholic. You're going to hell." Why do you? You're he's not pointing gonna, at me again. <laughs> he's not an alcoholic, man. I know of. <laughs> but thanks but I'm that, saying buddy. is, you would turn your back. It would automatically put a wall up. Right. You get defensive. Exactly. You don't approach people. Go with them with love. Most of the time that I've Good had. Point success lately even getting people interested in looking is when they're they seem to be at their worst i think somebody mentioned that they're on the edge of something like that that i had a buddy that i, did, I don't know i hadn't heard from him in a while and I, I just called him randomly and he was having some problems he was in a hotel room and, and he thanked me like a week later and, and then i talked to him about this there that he was in such a dark spot that nobody and he's like i just reached out to him for out of nowhere i hadn't talked to him and he started like you know, I started introducing. He, he talked to me about how to even pray, things like that. And did it take? I'm not sure. I hope one day it does. Maybe. But just it's plant still plant a seed. Well, another, you just brought up a good point. Another great thing about the word of Jesus Christ, the good news, is there's a lot of people out there who are looking for fulfillment. Yes. Uh, and I think a lot of folks out there looking in the wrong places and they're not getting fulfilled. They're not being filled. I've done it. We've all done it. And I think that's another reason it exemplifies the power of Jesus Christ is that it will fill you. It's a never-ending fountain. So why not share that? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Well, good. Uh, that's a great uh, good talk tonight, guys. I enjoyed yeah. this discussion. I think it's important material. And if you have any suggestions or ideas, mm. too... Please let us know. That'd there, be a great thing for the listeners, it, yeah. It is. I mean, we have. Tell us I, how you've effectively reached out to people. And we'll try yeah, it ourselves. Because I've never thought about the letter thing. I'm going to write a letter this week. If you two write a letter, tell us on Facebook what you did. But do me a favor do not put your name or your address. <laughs> if you randomly receive a letter, let us know. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> that <Good stuff>. too. <laughs> well, Jeremy, we're. Uh, where can people find us? You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Um, maybe soon YouTube. It may be in the works. Um, yeah, it's on, it's on the radar. Please, so. if you could, like and follow us on Facebook and, and five stars. That that really helps because that will help us reach more people as well. Right, if you think what we're Spotify, yes. it's five stars. Yeah. Or if Apple Podcasts. If you think what we're telling you is good stuff, well, we ask you to yeah. share that too. And we appreciate everybody that comments. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Love like hearing the it. discussion and everything. It's oh, we yeah. really appreciate it. It's, oh, yeah. it's good. Jeremy, we got any shout outs? Are we still getting uh, our, our gentleman in Brussels? Is he still? Uh, yeah. We got a guy in Brussels we, still listening. Could be a lady. Could be. Could I'm be sorry. Could be anybody. Excuse could be me for that. Somebody in, 
And Kansas has listened a lot of times. We got a lot of Atlanta we listeners in Kansas. It more than you we know. actually have more listeners in Kansas than we do in Tennessee. But it's okay. We're not judging. Maybe it's people know you here. <laughs> That's maybe it. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Just kidding. He pointed I, I, at me too much. You know what's tonight. the bad thing is? I've done said I wouldn't tell no more cupcake jokes. So. <laughs> it's okay. We love them. Yeah. No, they're really funny. Yeah. You can't get enough sweet. of them, can so we, Chris? Yeah. I'll patronize it. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. I'll pay that one. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, you want to. Uh, Are you pushing anything a cupcake else, guys? No, no. Uh, you want to wrap it up with a word of prayer? Yeah, we can. Let's do it. Dear Lord in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thank you so much for giving this opportunity to study your word and read from your book, Lord, in hopes that it goes out to others and help them on their journey, Lord, or maybe plant a seed that you may help it grow and then people can come to you, Lord. Thank you also for giving this opportunity to glorify your name and to honor you, Lord, in a way that helps, hopefully, I know helps us and hopefully helps others. We thank you so much for this, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Oh.